What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. We didn't want to trade more time or our time for money. This quickly became both of our mantra and players. And this line of thinking led us to pursue a career in apartment syndication. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. It's our favorite day of the week, Tuesday here, and we're thrilled to be back with our team here at Cashflow Multipliers. We're going to dive right deep into today's episode because I think this is a topic that a lot of our friends and followers have been wanting to know for a while here. Yes, this is definitely a commonly asked question we've gotten from y'all and we want to address the rumors. So this is a serious topic and we're still healing from the trauma of it all, but we're going to try to be as transparent as possible. We can't stand house flipping, guys. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) We thought that Chip and Joanna Gaines' life was for us. The glamour of Magnolia Market took over our lives. The perfectly curated, you know, eucalyptus tree, the warm-toned blue blankets, and we spent way too much money on milk jugs we will never use, all in the name of aesthetics. It didn't take long to realize this venture of growing our wealth for our financial future wasn't for us. It definitely didn't feel right, and frankly, it was difficult to recreate the charm both of them have. So we decided to be our most authentic selves and we took a step back, put down the sledgehammer and removed the dusty goggles. After that, we were able to really analyze our goals and ask ourselves some seriously tough questions. It was during this time that we realized that our flipping ventures alone was never going to lead us to building the life that we both wanted. Kind of ironic considering that we were doing nothing but building. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Nana needed to change course and create a step-by-step plan for how we're going to achieve our dream life that didn't require trading our time for money. But you know building a dream life start with asking some questions that we were both were personal and kept each other honest. Pong, do you remember what are some of those questions? I sure do. How can I ever forget them? We asked ourselves, how are we going to significantly increase our income from sources other than flipping? This one was a tough one because we were basically saying, how in the world are we going to be making money if we're not flipping houses? Yeah, this one was a reality check for me too, but it led us to the next question, right? We asked ourselves, which was, which of the possible sources of income should we pursue? And I felt like this one was really necessary because it freed us up to start dreaming again. And you guys know this so well that we are all here like big dreamers, right? So we discover so many other opportunities to dig deep into our love for real estate beyond painting everything cream color. That is so true. And once we landed on what those other opportunities were, we asked ourselves the most important question. How do we balance our time with life and work? And that question was our motivating factor since we knew one thing was for sure. We didn't want to trade more time or 
our time for money. This quickly became both of our mantra and players. And this line of thinking led us to pursue a career in apartment syndication. While we've talked extensively in our past about moving from the fashion world to real estate, one of the most commonly asked questions we receive from you guys is how? And we get it. This is kind of a lot to process. So we finally were going to deep dive into our playbook to, about our decision making. Yes. This playbook we are going to go over has helped us achieve financial freedom in less than five years. And the playbook in question is like a field guide to help you map out your next move. Like any good coach, there are always 10 steps or plays ahead of you, right? They can see what the players can't do on the field and are always on the lookout for the weak spot and how the team can make them better. Consider us your coaches, if you will, at least for today. As we dive into today's episode, open the playbook and start making sense of your next moves. But before we begin, we want to note that this decision-making playbook that's out there, there's like so many of them out there, and everyone's situation is completely different and unique for them. Our goal is to have you guys understand our approach to making decisions, get you inspired to create your own decision-making process that work for you and your family. Okay, so Palm, you know one of my favorite soap offers, right? Mm, Is it the one that you incessantly quote all the time? Yes, like sand through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Right? These are true words spoken by one of the longest running soap operas in history. It's not a bad quote, actually. But why do you have to be so dramatic about it? Although we could definitely play that, you know, the secret (laughs) twin sister trope on soap of the opera lines for sure. Well, while neither of us is planning on breaking out into the soap scene anytime soon, this quote holds a lot of truth. You might feel like money runs through your fingers, like sand through an hourglass, but you can always get more money. What you can't get more of is time. The truth is you have more money than you'll ever have time. It's mind-blowing, right? Even if you're sitting there thinking there's no way that's true with the bills you might have mounting, but we'll say it over and over again. Time, not money is our most precious resource. I totally agree with that. Let's flash back to our house flipping days a bit, Nan. In those days, we were trading a lot of time to renovate each project. At one point in time, we actually had four projects running at the same time. We ran ragged, spending our days at the construction site, pulling all-nighters to make sure that we hit our target sale date. But of course, when dealing with the city and outside contractors, things don't go always according to how we envision it. Oh my god, yes. And for example, the city doesn't approve our plan. Mm. Contractor take other jobs in the middle of our job. Mm. Or the real estate agent goes on a family holiday right before they're supposed to sell our house and send a newbie agent to finish the job. The last one stings clearly and all these really do did happen to us. <laughs> After a lot of deep breathing exercise and putting away those HVACs, we have a completely new outlook of what our priorities are and should be. The first thing is making sure that we are present in our lives, spending as much time as we can with our loved ones and doing everything we can to protect our time. Hey, you saw Rose in the Titanic safely guard the heart of the ocean diamond, right? So we have the same mentality when it comes to our time. Keep it safe. And to further proof our point on diamonds and money as a not-so-valuable resource, she just ended up tossing it in the ocean anyway. <laughs> you, Rose. <laughs> did What did she say? I'll never let it go. But she did. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch that again. It's been a while. As a reminder, this is our playbook, and it's a very intentional and personal choice that we both made. Over time, it's likely going to shift to take a more outward focus. Yes, yeah, so what a lot of this come down to is simple act of having freedom, right? 
What does freedom mean to you? This could be a great beginning question to ask yourself for your playbook. For us, the definition is simple. Freedom is having the flexibility to do what you love, what you want, and spend your time the way you desire. Freedom is all about controlling your own schedule. Yes, I totally agree with you, Nan. And definitely people have different visions of what's important to them and how they want to spend their time. For a lot of people, that means spending time with friends and families. For others, it might look like honing on a new skill as being a chef and applying to be someone's sous chef. And as long as we're invited to eat where you're cooking, we're in full support. Of course. Invitation and waiting. The kitty <laughs> invitation. In this example, it makes sense to free up some of your life so that you can get closer to the vision that you have for yourself and make the time to reach another goal. No matter your vision, don't miss the keyword, yours. Not ours, not your parents or spouses, but yours. Remember, this is your book. You're writing and living in it. And we're happy to play a small role. It's never too late to wake up those dreams you thought were left for dead. If this journey has taught us anything, we know it's never too late to pivot, change, or simply shake things up to get closer to our, you know, desired life. Well, I'll let you in on another secret here. You need to think hard about whether it's worth it to give up freedom considering your personal goals. Is it worth a little sacrifice of freedom at the top to move you closer to your future you envision for yourself? There is no right answer here, right? And this question is tougher than it seems. No matter what, there is no right answer and it may vary from person to person. It's also important to note that we're reframing our thinking and trying not to think of our situation as losses, but as opportunities. When faced with opportunity, ask yourself, how will this decision affect my freedom to spend time in a way I desire? If I choose less freedom, is it worth it for me and the people I care about most? Oh my God, I love this. Would you consider yourself a person who takes risks? Do you watch action movies and think to yourself, I can totally do that? Does the idea of dyeing your eyebrows bright red and then showing up to work the next day give you an unexpected adrenaline rush? Or what about confessing your feelings to a potential partner? Risk is part of life on a big and small scale. And we like to look at the risk, though, as two sides of the same coin. On the one side, you're considering the personal exposure and liability a certain path may hold for you. And of course, you know, for your family. And on the other side of the coin is whether a certain path of life offers enough of a guaranteed outcome for the amount of time and effort invested. Basically, what's the return on investment? You can also reframe this mode of thinking by looking at it as, you know, an opportunity cost. We are entrepreneurs at heart, so our decision to jumpstart our apartment syndication career was not a really difficult choice for both Palm and I, right? Would you agree? Yeah, totally. While there are always risks in investing, including apartment syndication, we work our way through them by, you know, getting educated, surrounding ourselves with peers and mentors who inspire us, and continuously checking in on ourselves. Are our goals still the same? Are they leading us to where we want to go? Are what we're currently doing absolutely our needle movers? Those are all really, really awesome things that we actually ask ourselves. I mean, essentially, it's about communication when starting this journey. And we're not excluding excluded from this rule, obviously. Before we made the leap, we sat down and talked honestly about the risk ahead of time. Uh, I still remember how terrible that conversation was, Palm. I mean, half of me was elated to begin this new chapter in life. And the other part of me were like, are we out of our minds? <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking about the risk of not having an income. We made a, if, what, if, what happens if you made a bad investment or worse, ended up on a team that's not supportive and didn't deliver the results? 
I mean, what I'm thanking for, like really though, is after our conversation, we combine all three parts of the decision making to come up with a, you know, a thorough, comprehensive plan. We were writing our playbook for decision making before we even called a playbook, before we even knew how essential it would be in our lives. It's crazy when you go back to think about it. So let's turn to our team, cash flow multipliers, and ask yourselves, how much risk does this path put me in, and is worth pursuing? If you can answer that, then the next question should be, how can I offset the risk? Today, we apply this risk concept frequently while evaluating potential apartment investing deals. All of those days and night thinking, pondering, and looking each other square in the face to ask one another tough question led us to where we are today. And together, we agreed to focus on three main goals for our business. Focus on cash flow producing assets. Build relationship with the right people. In other words, finding our who. And form the right relationship with the right team. That's for us. So what will it be for you? So it's safe to say that flipping houses was not the gig we were hoping it would be. While it was pretty rewarding to see, to see an old home come to life, it wasn't enough to overshadow the one thing that we can't stand, trading our time for money. Plus, it was just us as a team. Are you saying I'm not fun? Um, hey. no comment. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a lot to deal with, right? And we were in one too many meetings with contractors, the city to get permits, running around sourcing everything from sink faucet, appliances, and even garage door to touring the properties looking for the next house to flip. While both of us sat there hungry and annoyed. It wasn't <laughs> a good look for either of us, for sure. Fair point, Nan. At the crux of it all, one of the risks we considered was how often were we going to be making our money back. With house flipping, we're going to be getting an influx of cash every 8 to 10 months once we finish the renovation. With apartment syndication, in the role of a general partner, we won't see the money for upwards of 5 years. Again, this goes back to time. Time invested in apartment investing can be substantial, but it's nothing in comparison to the large return you're going to see in your bank account. You know, once the deal goes full cycle, aka sold, who knew a little patient could quite literally pay off here? Yeah, absolutely. The other thing to consider is the massive tax benefits that are us at the end of the tax season, such as long-term capital gains. If you've been in an apartment syndication business for more than a year, we get it. The appeal of time to money ratio can be enticing. In continuing with the freedom factor here, apartment investing has granted us that freedom. You remember Aladdin, right? Oh yeah, of course, I know. That's like one of your favorite Disney movie of all time. Well, what was Genie only wish? To be free. In a lot of ways, we're the ones holding the magic lamp and our wishes are unlimited because our time is ours to own now. We also grant the wish to our team who support us and in some cases know even more than we do. We truly couldn't do this work without them. However, when we were flipping houses, this was not the case, guys. Seriously, we were at the dusty job site every day making sure everything was going to plan and consistently communicating with contractors and even managing them like, hey, like move here, do this. It was oh my gosh. so much details. Honestly, we could do a whole other podcast on the headaches of dealing with contractors alone. <laughs> Once we had a guy not show because it was raining, even though his job was to set towels inside the bathroom. And that's why we'll probably never ever do house flipping again in Los Angeles. Music to my ears. <laughs> Luckily in apartment syndication, it's less about contractors and more about contracts, as in signing contracts that will land you massive returns. All in all, house flipping was more time consuming because it included managing all the details from toilet replacements to landscaping the property. The risk involved in all of this is simply that 
risky. Starting a new venture in apartment syndication, especially for our friends who are new to this world, feels so unknown. I mean, guys, have you ever traveled to a foreign land? You know how isolating that feeling of not knowing the language or the culture can be, right, Pom? I mean, now apply that same feeling to a new career and that's apartment syndication for you. It's not all bad though, because for us, it was well worth the leap. We had to start from scratch in everything we're doing, from identifying the market to forming relationships with brokers, sellers, lawyers, and property managers, eventually landing on our people, the people we trust who are shaping this stellar squad that we have today. Oh, and don't forget, raising millions of dollars to actually buy the apartment itself. Another consideration when leaving house flipping business. <laughs> That's true. But honestly, we wouldn't trade it for anything else because for us, the risk was too high to stay in house flipping than it is to leave. That and knowing that there was a bigger paycheck waiting for us in the apartment syndication land than there were in the house flipping world. We knew the apartment syndication is where the freedom was and ultimately it granted us the time to spend with our people, the people we care about most. And that was what made sense for us. Yes, it was with that final goal in mind that we made that choice for our short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain, to have an abundance of the most precious resources, time. time. So if you're looking for the three rules to kickstart your playbook, take a page out of ours and think thoroughly time versus money, consider what your freedom factor is and take some calculated risk. Those three considerations will help you make thoughtful, well-planned and informed decisions. We have a clear vision for what success looks like for us. Do you guys? Anything that doesn't fall into your vision isn't for you. Do what serves you. Set goals that inspire you and soak up in the abundance of time. It's all waiting for you. And now you have a playbook to help you get there. That's it from us today, guys. We are thrilled to be here and be inspired every day by this group of cash flow multipliers. Be sure to join the Kitty Freedom Club, an ordered investor club for people like you to gain inside scoop on all things apartment investing, tax saving ninja tips, and have exclusive pre-vetted investment opportunities delivered to your inbox. Keep up with the kitties online at thekittysisters.com and on social at thekittysisters. Talk to you soon. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.